This is Dating Collective. I've done a lot of swiping. Same. I've done a lot of swiping in my day. And people on dating apps love hiking, apparently. I, I like walking in nature, but like hiking isn't really for me. But one time this guy asked off a dating app, asked me if I wanted to go hiking for our first date. And I was like, yeah, you know, you seem nice. I'll go hiking with you. And little did I know I was a better hiker than him. Ooh. He was like, I guess, kind of out of shape and like you had to stop a bunch. And I was like, this is a pretty easy hike. Um, so I mean, that was kind of embarrassing, but I think you have also, um, had a What is it hiker? with people in online dating and hiking? It's like, everybody's like, I like hikes. I eventually put that, took that off my profile because what I mean is I like to walk outdoors in maybe in nature, maybe on, you know, like a regular street. I don't know. But anyways, my hiker dating story. Yes. I, I mean, he was so cute. He was just so cute. So we matched, started talking, went on a couple of dates and I'm like, oh, there's no way this is going anywhere. But he was so cute. So I kept up with it. And he's like, I know you like hiking. And he, I like hiking. Like, let's go hiking. I'm like, okay. He comes to pick me up with a truck full of equipment. No. Um, like, he had a big old backpack. No. He had an extra pair of, like, those spike sticks for me. Walking sticks. And then no. he drove out to Death Valley um, and proceeded on a death hike where I really, truly did not know if I would make it. Um, it was humiliating, really, because, of course, I tried to, like, keep up and go through it. But I was, like, dead as a doornail after. And I was like, all right, I'm off the hikes. I'm off. I think we both, like, made a similar mistake in that we swiped on someone who didn't really have the same interest as us. And we were trying to, like, make it work because they yep. were cute. We swiped right the wrong way. Which brings us to our episode. Thank you for listening to the Dating Collective Podcast. This is our second episode. Whoop, whoop. Or our third episode. This is going to be our third episode. Whoop, whoop. We're, <laughs> we're living in the past, present, and future right now. <laughs> transcending space and time. Um, but this episode is all about how to swipe the right way. And by that, we mean how to swipe correctly. Yes, we want to teach you how to vet your online dates, how to vet profiles properly so that hopefully you're wasting less time going on hikes you don't want to be on. Especially people who are on dating apps for the first time. I know it can be overwhelming. You're like, do I like this guy? Do I not like this guy? Like, should I swipe on him? Like, his pictures are so cute. So we have a couple tidbits of information for you um, to help you, you know, figure out whether or not you're going to have a good match with someone that you swipe right on. So picture this. You're swiping on the apps left, right, left, left, right. You're looking for a good match, but you don't even know what you're looking for. Oh, no. So there's a few steps that you need to take. Step one is to set your parameters. So we have the parameters on the dating app app so that's like you can set your height you can set the miles you can set like depending on I think if you pay for some dating apps you can set like you know your parameters don't make them too narrow because you won't get any matches mm -hmm. but you know make it to where like if you're not interested in dating someone that's under five six then you know 
make sure that you set your height to, you know, so you're not getting those people that you wouldn't even be interested in in the first place. The people that are disqualified. Disqualified, exactly. Like if you're looking for somebody who has a college degree or a graduate degree or what have you, then set those parameters if they're deal breakers. But bringing up deal breakers, you have to actually know what your parameters are in the first place. Mm -hmm. So, like, what are you going to settle for? Like, what are you okay with? What are you not okay with? And I would say be lenient on those. Like, if you have all these strict things that you're not okay with, you might rule someone out who would have been perfectly fine for you. Mm -hmm. But you just wanted to stick to your deal breakers. You wrote them off straight away. You wrote them off too quickly. And you just don't want to do that. The other thing is not only thinking about the parameters you're setting for the person, but are you filterable and searchable? So if there are certain things about you, you want someone to know. For instance, when I was on dating apps, I always made sure my height was on there. Being someone who is 5'7", some men think that is too tall for them. And that is okay. But I was like, you need to know my real height so that when you're lying about yours... We, you know, we don't have like this awkward thing when, when I get there. I think height is a really important one. Like as many as you're comfortable adding, I would say add them um, because that just makes you a better match. And the, the people who they've set their parameters to like come up first if you've, if you've measured, if you put that on your profile. Exactly. So if you have that you're 5'7", if they're looking for someone who's a certain height, you're going to come up before someone who didn't put anything. Exactly. Look at you like explaining how apps work and like algorithms and things. I'm here for it. It's just what I know to be true. Right. And so then there's the other thing, right? Like other personal preferences, like are there certain occupations that don't work for you? Um, maybe you don't want someone who works in the clubs or who's a bartender because they work at night and I sleep at night. That is a deal breaker for me. If some guy's like, well, we live in Vegas, so there's lots of hosts. And man, the hosts are always the hottest guys at well, the that's club. How they make their money? Oh, let me honey. tell you. But you know, if I see a guy and he's like VIP host at Omnia, I'm like, you know, you're hot, but the chances that it'll work out between us are slim to none because we just don't have the same lifestyle. With that said, if I was like a bartender, if I was in the service industry, something like that, then it would make sense to date someone who works nights. But for me, like, I want to give us a fair chance and you can't do that with somebody that has like an entire opposite schedule as you exactly and again these all boil down to personal preferences so if that type of thing doesn't matter to you then move right along exactly those and you need to decide that for yourself yes but then you need to stick to it so if you run into that guy and he is so super hot like they all are but he's a vip host at the club you just have to know that you're going to have to swipe left on him, even if you really want to, like, touch his torso or whatever. And, you know, if you're just looking for a hookup, then that's fine. Maybe it'll work out for that. But if you're looking for a relationship, then you need to at least set yourself up for success. Totally agree. So, like she said, don't yield on those deal breakers. Another, another big one, I think, and this is like another Vegas thing coming out, but is like location. So here, a lot of people are traveling. They are in town. They are out of town. And if you are not interested in dating an out-of-towner, they need to make sure, like, check to see if they've put, like, vacation mode activated or whatever it says on there. Well, on um, some apps, it'll say, like, where you're from, mm -hmm. like, lives in 
Las Vegas. Yes. So I honestly have in my profile, because obviously Vegas is a really transient city, so mm-hmm. there's so many people traveling. I don't necessarily want someone who is transient because I want someone who lives here in town because, I mean, again, you want to give yourself a fighting chance. But, you know, if you're, like, looking for a fling or maybe you're fine with long-distance dating, which we'll get to another episode, then you might go for someone like that, but it's going to be personal preference. You just have to decide for yourself. Yes. Always decide for yourself. We're here to provide context, to provide advice and support, but we can't make your decisions for you. All right. I think we're going to get into pictures now. Of course, uh, pictures with thousand words and it's going to be, <laughs> people are looking mostly at pictures on dating apps. Like it's, it's the first thing that catches your eye. Sorry. It's, it's the way it is. So last episode we talked about how to choose the right pictures, how to make your own profile. So now we're going to talk a little bit about how to read the other person's profile. One of the first ones I want to talk about are the scammer profiles. Some profiles are just too good to be true. And I have done it a couple times where you match with a guy and you just like want so badly for him to be real. You're just like, wow, he's really so hot. Um, but this one guy I was messaging with, I was like, I kind of knew he might be a scammer, but I was still going to try it anyway. And he was, we were messaging back and forth and he's really hot. He's like this mixed guy. And like, he asks me, have you ever been with a black man before? And I'm not sure what my answer was, but I kind of blew it off. I was like, oh, okay. Like I will still give you the benefit of a doubt, like of the doubt, like, you know, just a little bit. Cause he was so hot. Cause he was so hot. And then a few questions later, he asks me again, have you ever been with a black man? And I was like, okay, this man is certainly scamming. And he is certainly asking many women this question. And I am, of course, going to disengage now. But, you know, you it's so easy to believe what you want to believe. And if you just want so badly to believe that this hot guy is into you, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. So you know, move right along. Swipe left. Um, I think the other thing, the other tool you have at your disposal is reverse image searching photos. And we all can thank Neve from Catfish for teaching us all how to do this so easily. So I will, you know, let you figure that out. But sometimes it's not even that they're so hot. It's just that something about the profile is just ringing off or something about the conversation. You're just like, what is this? So that happened to me once years ago. And after just a little bit of reverse image searching, aka his first picture, a ripoff report about him came on, came up on my screen. And like, I didn't even realize that you could be on a ripoff report for something that wasn't business related. (sighs) A person he had dated had posted a ripoff report about him, used his pictures from the profile, had all this information that was like information this person had already fed me. So like, I knew it was true. And I confronted him about it. It was like a whole thing. Um, never ended up meeting him. But I was so glad I didn't because then I would have been out with a ripoff report man. I'm sure he would have tried to rip you off too. Exactly. And imagine how bad the date was that like she went home and was like, ripoffreport.com. Can you do a reverse image search on your phone? I think it's only on your computer, right? I, no, I think I've done it on my phone before. Okay. So how you do it is you screenshot their picture and then crop out like the little bumble thing or whatever, if there is any of that. And then you go on image.google.com and search that picture into Google. And if the picture comes up with 
whoever the real person is or whatever, then, you know, you got yourself a scammer. There you go. Brooke always breaking it down for us. Well, because I feel like if you, there are some people out there who are a little bit confused about that. So, I mean, you can obviously Google how to do it. Um, but you know, you know, Brooke, you're just so sweet these days and I'm just really loving it. I stayed sweet. I'm not getting, I'm not getting into that with you right now. Um, so the other thing about pictures that's super important to remember is that he or she could have chosen any picture they wanted to. So if their picture is a picture of them, like out in their hunting boots with a fish and a gun, whatever it is. That's obviously something that's important to them. And if you are anti those things, then no matter how cute he is or how great his profile is, you probably should pass on that. Like if he has the picture at the gym where he's like showing his leg and like it's like a mirror pic and he's like looking like that. Like you just have to know that he is not only the type of guy who takes mirror pictures at the gym, but he is then the type of guy that uses that photo to represent himself. So you just have to think a little bit backtrack, like just trying to get into the mind of the person who posted that picture on a dating profile. And if you can't see yourself liking that person behind the picture, then just say no. Don't try to trick yourself into it. Just move on. There is somebody else out there for you. I would say that you can give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to like being attractive because a lot of guys really just don't know how to like post good pictures or don't know how to choose. From down here. Like a lot of times they're better looking in person. Like that's happened to me several times. Granted, that is not always going to be the case. But you know, if it's just that you're like, is he cute? Is he not? Like try it out. We have some ways that you can suss him out um, in our next episode. So, you know, that's... Exactly. Give people the benefit of the doubt because pictures can be deceiving in a variety of ways. And here's another way that they can be deceiving is that the guys, especially the guys, I don't know that women do this, that post pictures of like material possessions in an effort to appear wealthy. So they're like posed up next to a Lambo or, you know, feet kicked up on a private jet with red bottoms on or like have pulled back their cuff and inexplicably zoomed in on their watch. And somebody who is, is wealthy in that regard typically is not going to post all those pictures of themselves on their dating app because that would just attract gold diggers, right? A lot of guys are not going to post that kind of stuff at all because they want you to like them for them and for their looks or whatever, not because they have stood next to a Lambo at one point in their life. Because chances are that is not his Lambo. And if, Hello. if he says yes, he's probably lying. Exactly. And if he does have a Lambo or any of those other things we discussed, and he has chosen to use those photos to post on his dating app, You can guarantee he's looking for a certain thing or a certain type. And if you want that to be you, have at it. But if you don't, then skip it. I just feel like if this guy really does have a Lambo, then I just feel like he doesn't need to use a dating app. Like he probably, if he's that flashy, like he probably has women coming on to him all the time because bitches love money. So, you know, I just use a little scrutiny. With that. We'll, we'll circle back to that. I think we have both have a lot to say about that one. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, speaking of scrutiny, you should also scrutinize their profile content. So that is the little blurb that they managed to churn out about themselves. And boy, can it be hard. 
it can be hard. So we're going to give people a bit of grace here, but there are just certain things that you should be looking out for. So personally, misspellings, weird grammar, that type of stuff always used to really bother me a lot. And if I'm already pre-annoyed by that small of a thing, chances are he's going to do additional things to annoy me. And so I would just, I would skip it. I hate like bad punctuation. Like when they do like a space before a comma and stuff like that. I'm like, someone with a graduate degree certainly did not misspell that word. And those are little clues that you can use to be like, eh, something's not adding up here. A lot of times they just won't put anything at all in the bio. And obviously that means that they are probably just looking for a hookup or they're just kind of boring. Um, but, you know, if you find something that annoys you in that profile already, it's not going to get any better from there. Negative on that. It is most certainly not. So I, the other thing, though, is like, obviously we sound evil here, right? Like, <sighs> if he has a period out of there, get it out of there, whatever. <laughs> but like, also give people the benefit of the doubt, because like Brooke said, it is hard to figure out like what small paragraph about yourself is going to be enough to attract, you know, the partner of your dreams, right? So if somebody tried and they gave you something that you find intriguing, whether it was a picture, whether it was something they mentioned in their profile or whatever, give them the benefit of the doubt. It will not kill you to have a quick conversation. I mean, you can at least try it out with them, but chances are if their profile annoys you, then like they will surely annoy you as a live person. Oh yeah, no, if they're annoying to you on the profile, move on. I'm saying if like their profile didn't wow you, like it was just like, I like to go out and stay in. Okay, well, all right. Yeah. All right. We hate the cliches. We hate them. Refer to the last episode for how much we hate the cliches. (laughs) But yeah, but maybe, you know, that could still be a maybe. There are a lot of attention seekers on these apps too, like guys who just want to have girls messaging them. So you have to watch out for those. And we actually have some advice on that too. We do. In our next episode about how to have a conversation with someone off of a dating app. Now this is pre-first date after you match, you need to conversate with that person. And that can be the hardest part, to be honest. It can, but we have our expert tips that are going to help you along the way. Don't you love how we're just breadcrumbing them along? We're like taking them, what do they do? Take like the gingerbread to, they go to grandmother's house. You plant the seed. You plant the seed and then the seed grows. Something like that. I don't know why I tried to use any kind of analogy. We're doing some kind of organic metaphor here. There we go. Farming, maybe. I don't All know. organic. <laughs> um, so again, there, um, there are some steps that you can take to make sure that you have a great first date. And that's coming on our next episode. Uh, but in the meantime, I would surely love it if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to our podcast, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Dating Collective. And don't forget about our Twitter. Oh, and Twitter, naturally. <laughs> we um, had a little Twitter argument earlier, so, you know, we, it's a sensitive subject. We tweeted it out. We tweeted it out. <laughs> uh, so another thing I wanted to mention is that if you want to get personal advice, but you don't necessarily want to pay for it because we do offer coaching calls and profile reviews at datingcollective.com if you wanted to purchase one. 
But if you don't want to purchase one, you can actually email us your sad or not so sad story to hello at datingcollective.com and we will use it maybe in one of our episodes. You can also do like a voice recording. We love voice recordings. You love a voice recording. I do. They're just, you get so much more than just a written out message. We'll talk about that more in our next episode as well about conversating. Um, But yeah, if you want to record a little voice note about your troubles with dating and then email it to us, hello at datingcollective.com, we might be able to use that in one of our episodes. You can be anonymous, of course, um, but that is one way to get personal advice for free. For free. And everybody loves something free. But of course, if you don't want to make, you know, your life public, then not that it's public because it will be anonymous, but you know, whatever. If you want to talk to us one-on-one, really look into our eyes, hear us, say your name and give you that real advice, then check out datingcollective.com, book us, and we will be happy to help you. Yes, we have all the advice and it can be just for you. Because remember, dating is hard, but it doesn't have to be. Bye. Bye.